Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Real quick, off the top, let me get this out the way because your boys got to pay the bills. But if you're buying supplements, please get them from FusionMuscle.com. Use promo code KOTL25. Save 25% on all of the supplements. And believe me, FusionMuscle.com's got them all from multivitamins to creatine to pre-workouts. They even got protein. So get at me. Use KOTL25 for 25% off of your supplements and help us pay some bills and keep expanding the podcast that you've been listening to. Don't be a freeloader, please. FutureMuscle.com. And with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Okay. Six-pack lap at Mamarian's. Another session of uh, King of Love's podcast, and we're back on video. People have been saying, mm-hmm. get the fucking video going, fellas. Podcast is good. I want to see these gentlemen. So for the first video, um, we want to do, it's going to be a U.S. Raw Nationals preview show. It's going to be a little special. There's going to be, we're going to have four of the top 74s in the world. Uh, or, well, in the world, but obviously in the U- leading to U.S. Nationals. And... I know some people are like, why don't you have this guy, why don't you have that guy? I mean, we're not going to have more than four. Four is going to be a crowd already. Mm-hmm. Uh, with two of us, I mean, you're probably going to, you hit for the intro, outro mostly. It's going to be tough to get in, but that's okay. Because we need an intro, outro guy. But um, four is already a crowd. You can't have, how many people can you have at one time? People are just going to start talking over each other. And it's a mess. chaos if you have more than four. Yeah. Like you can go easily go around, you know, with four. And with more, you know, with all the respect to anyone that's not going to be on the podcast today. There'll be other days. 100%. 100%. And there's storylines here. The reason why we pick these cats, um, obviously Taylor's a given. They're going to have this without mm-hmm. Taylor there. But then uh, Michael C. and Ricky, Ricky Cho battling back and forth at the World Championships. Um, you know, they had the squat world record back and forth, volleying it back and forth like a volleyball, right up until the end when it came down to the deadlifts. And it was a battle, man. It was one of the best battles of the, uh, that happened in Sweden at that mm-hmm. World Championships. That had to happen. Their banter back and forth on social media Leading into Worlds and since, both of them being on the podcast, talking about that battle, talking about the social media, mm-hmm. trash talking, and the hype they have. And, and they put forth, like they proved it. And they have world records and on the international scene, so they're established. Have to be those two, has to be on the podcast yeah. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Austin Perkins, posting a total that he did at an international competition. And this is a big thing. All the gentlemen we're having here, with all due respect for the other 74s, the cutoff is really, um, I just grabbed the top 74s that have already got international competition mm-hmm. because they, they've they been where everybody wants to go with these nationals. Mm-hmm. The nationals is essentially, it's it's huge to win a national title, but you're establishing who's moving forward on what national teams, etc. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and these, these fellas have all been there. And Austin Perkins, 20 years old, posted a total more than the fellas did at the juniors at the world championships. Now they would say he's a new kid on the block. He's, he's a new kid on the block. Some big doors right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's and he's got some people looking. Um, now those fellas, the worlds would say, "Look at me! I posted the toll. I need to win." Dude comes in here. If I had to pull, pull heavier squat or whatever the shit, I would have. Mm-hmm. But um, so and that's fair. All I'm saying is like Austin, man. He's he's got people talking. There's other dudes out there like Kevin and, and I mean Kevin Tran and there's some other dudes that well, after the nationals is over. We might have some new storylines, but these are the storylines we need to tie up some loose ends. People want to know, in terms of the trash talking between Ricky and Michael, let's have more. Let's see what they say. People want to know 
you know, how, how does Taylor feel about these young guns coming up on him? Let's have them on with these young guns all in the same place. Let's see. After the Nationals, we might have some new stars. Up. Might be a different conversation. It might be might a different. Be same king, same territory, or a new king of same territory. Could be. You never know. Like, um, for sure, Taylor is a, a strong favorite. But man, we've, we've seen yeah. sports upsets happen. Yeah. Or even even uh, if, if the more, most probable outcome happens and Taylor wins, who's going with him? Who's going in as a junior champion? You could have two guys in one weight class. So who's next? How close is it? It's a mm-hmm. foreshadowing, right? If these fellas come within 20 kilo of Taylor, I mean, by, at their age, 20 years old, 21, 22, 23, etc., their progress, man, the beginning, man, you start seeing, is the writing on the wall there? Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? Who's closing in? You know, it's, it's, it's a tap. You start to see how the story's going to unfold. So, mm-hmm. going to have these fellas on. Um, anybody who we don't have on who's a 74, we can still talk about them and get these fellas to talk about them. Um, I will ask them, who else? You know, who else is out there that you guys are, are worried about? That you think might be, um, you know, ready to have their big coming out party because mm-hmm. the U.S. Raw Nationals, it's massive. I mean, people all over the world watch it. So, anyways, with no further ado, let's get these fellas on. No words, and I'm just hooking up the audio here. Okay. All right. Can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you. Yeah. Yo, check check this out. When everyone joins. I'm gonna fuck with him. And then I got the 74 KG shirt on. Okay, so you can't you can't see I got Yaz um as a co co-host. You can't see it? Uh, just due to like the webcam shit. But, uh, if you hear a nope. voice, that's yeah. it. Okay. So okay. I'm should I call right across from six? So. Should I call the fellas or should we let it, let them wait a minute? <laughs> <laughs> that's we, up to you, man. We, yep. we do a half hour with this Taylor. Or what's going on? Here? <laughs> uh, get the exclusive. The king is the here. King is here baby. The king is in the building. Okay, let's uh, let's call these fellas. We'll get Austin. And Michael, leave that. There, Michael, and then our boy Ricky. There, and let's add these cats. Okay, people are joining. Who we got? See them pop. Oh man! Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, everybody? I think, I think they oh. can, can y'all, can y'all, can everyone see me? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I knew it! I knew it! Okay. Oh, this is going on YouTube, right? Wow, fellas! <laughs> <laughs> what up? We zoom out. He's sitting on a throne as well. <laughs> you guys like that? I, I don't know. That, that's that's a lot of bling right there. I don't that's know. A lot of bling, man. That's a lot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're so salty. Your faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. 
my god. <laughs>
As far as adjustments, I knew where my strengths were. I knew where my weaknesses were. Obviously, the strength being my bench. And the weakness is, is clearly my deadlift. So that was where the most work was needed. So that's where I've really been focusing the majority of my attention on, really trying to bring that up to par with these other guys. Because, you know, now, I mean, even a 600 pool isn't, isn't competitive in our class now. Like, you're going to have to pull 650-plus to be within that conversation. So that was, that was pretty clearly where I wanted to, to improve at. And when you were watching this, Austin, and you were watching the juniors in the world championships, and then the total you posted, the 737 and a half at the University Cup, where do you see yourself in this fold? Do you see yourself as, as um, is this kind of a, a moment for you to step ahead and say, look, I think I'm the number one 74 kilo junior in the U.S., or possibly the world? I mean, uh, <clears throat> uh, I have to be in the world now because they're too old now. Everybody in here is like, what, 23, 24? Yeah, old man. So I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just now touching 20. So I mean, in the world, I mean, yeah, they're out of there now. But in the nation, I mean, I just got to prove it. I mean, of course they're both, you know, great lifters. Michael, great. Pub is great. I mean, um, I just feel like I just need to hit my numbers. If I hit my numbers, everything I'm playing out good. Yes. Nine for nine. If I go nine for nine, they would know the rest. <laughs> and you, oh, guys are, you guys are all super close. Like you guys are neck and neck. Um, the one guy standing out, Taylor, is um, I mean he's he's dominant on top. How many how many national championships do you got right now, Taylor? Five. Five? Is that including this one? What's that? <laughs> you know, talk to me in four weeks. But truly though. Is it difficult, like a lot of these fellas are, will openly say, look, not yet, probably not swinging on Taylor yet, and they're gonna battle it out amongst themselves. Or unless, am I off by saying that, Joe? Do you think, is there, do you think one of you guys might have it on Taylor? Or, or is that next year? Uh, I'll let so, you guys answer first, yeah. I mean, me personally, like from, from an objective point of view, like Taylor, he's clearly ahead of everyone right now. Um, but obviously, with that being said, this year, I think not just for me, but for all of us, the goal is going to be to get as close as possible to him. So, you know, to re to really push him because he hasn't had anyone yet to, to actually push him like that. So, what about you guys? Yeah, what, what do you, how do you guys feel about it? Because, look, it's uh, a sport. Honestly, I feel like, uh, I feel like, if it comes down to it, I feel like we could probably all give it a run because uh, with my squad, the way my squad's been going, I told you this time last time on the podcast, like my numbers, my training numbers getting close to Taylor's. So it depends on if, he's, if he comes out of nowhere, just quite, you know, like 670. I mean, that's a little bit too far. But if it gets to the point where it's like, I can push him on squad a little bit, me pug, and everybody can push him on squad, and then freaking Michael take him on bench, and then me and pug push him on deadlift. And we can push him to miss a couple lifts. I mean, anything yeah. could happen. Yeah. <laughs> you guys gonna get I mean, <laughs> it has to come down to him missing, though. Not to, not to anything else. It has to come down to him missing. Which, of course, I know it's hard to make a miss, but yeah, if that's what happens. It, it might be, look, like in terms of, um, you can't win off nominations. We've seen, for instance, when David Wilson won, 
and uh, he's going against two-time IPF world champion LS. He's going against Ashton, who's about as scary a powerlifter as they come. And then um, and he pulls it off. Like nothing is for sure. We got to play it out. Um, but having said that, so Taylor, when you walk into this, motivation-wise, coming off like a world championship and being the best lifter at Worlds, winning that award, is it tougher? Is it tougher to come off of that high and to be like, damn it, man, like, like. When people are waiting for you to miss, as opposed to when you're hungry, like, holy shit, I might be an underdog, or I'm neck and neck, like, or he gives battle, it feels different, doesn't it? And what do you think makes you, what do you think you're going to perform better on it? So, I was actually, I just did the seminar yesterday, and I was talking to uh, someone that asked me when I lost in 2016, or yeah, 2016 Worlds and 2017, like, and then I come back in 2018 and win, and then I come back in 2019 and destroy uh, Kel. Um, like, what a lot of people tend to, like, maybe potentially drop off after two losses, like two big losses. And what I attribute kind of my uh, tenacity and my grit um, is to football. I've learned how to essentially week to week, regardless of if we win or lose, it's always on to the next, right? And if, if I lose, it sucks, <laughs> uh, but it's on to the next one. Mm. And if I win, great. Now it's on to the next one. Mm. So, you never so, so for me, there's, there's, I have no pressure on me. Uh, I, I have lifted that off my shoulders. I'm the two-time world champion now, five-time national champion. I have no pressure. Um, I don't have to compete uh, with anyone truly but myself. Um, uh, these guys are great lifters, and, and they're young, and they they have nothing but upside. Um, but I have like I'm the best lifter on the planet right now, uh, pound for pound. I'm the two time world champion. Like, what else do you, what else do you want from me? Probably the best hair, man. I'm a little mad you're wearing a hat though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's all right. We'll, we'll have a big reveal for next time. Um, so having said that, so going into the worlds, so cause, cause you guys, who, is it just Austin who's qualified as a junior now, um, and to, you know, on the international scene, is everybody aged out as a junior now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. said done. But even if, cause we've seen it before, we could possibly see two Americans in the 74 kilo open as well. Yeah. Is the plan for everybody to make that American team and do battle in Belarus? Um, so, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll go if I get in. That's the first Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'll sure about you guys. Because it depends on if uh, Midland wins at uh, Collegiate World. I mean, Collegiate Nationals. I'm probably going to go to Dubai with them again. So I'll probably take the University Cup again. I would 100% go to Dubai over fucking Belarus. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, like, that's the reason I say that is because I listened to the podcast of you um, talking about your situation in Belarus. and Oh, my God. That, that's entirely the reason why. Even, like, you know, let's say I get first or something, right? If I'm chosen, I still don't think I would go. Really? So the only, re the only reason I would go, um, 
Ryan is because I have kind of this lingering thing over my head from Belarus, uh, and I would want to get redemption. But again, like, it's just, I don't know, it's Belarus. Like, why do it there again? That's, that's, I, kind, of, I that's kind of how I was feeling about it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody's really raising their hands. Oh, this, this is kind of surprising. Is this the sentiment? So is this a sentiment you guys hear amongst a lot of lifters that they're not super hot in Belarus? Like what is the American team probably gonna look like heading over there, do you think? Oh, it doesn't look good. I've talked to multiple I've talked to multiple people and they're like, Yeah, I'm probably not going. Like Russ said he's for sure not going. Ooh. Um sixty six, I don't know if Charles, if he wins, if he'll go. I don't even know if he's cutting. He's not competing. Mike, he's yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to Oh, he's not, he's not going to Oh. Yeah. So we don't have a sixty six. Uh eighty three is not going. Ninety three is who who would go in ninety three? Jonathan. Jonathan said he would. I think Jonathan said if he wins, he's going. Jonathan K. Okay. And he's got the he ninety three is going to be dicey because he's got the unofficial world record, but Mister Deadlift Christoph Verzbecki, um, yes, yeah. he's, he's back and he's looking right. bad fierce right now, and he's got his abs back too. That's, that's, <laughs> like, Sam, that's like Samson's hair for Verzbecki. So so ninety threes will be good, but it's uh and I don't know about the one oh fives, like it is I don't know man. This is this is kinda of surprising, right? Yeah, I d I don't know if the US will it's it's a toss up to be honest. I think it makes it uh, a little bit worse that um most Americans when they compete they think that um, the U.S. APL Nationals is probably a little bit more, com- or a lot more competitive than Worlds itself, right? When I went to Worlds this year, I was only thinking about one guy, and that was CA, right? I'm sure yeah. these guys, when, when they're going to Worlds this year, they're not going to really be thinking about anyone else, whereas, you know, us going into Nationals this year, there are several guys outside of the people that you see in this, this video um, that, you know, have the opportunity to even take first. And I'm sure you guys know who I'm like thinking about referring to, but uh, you know, it just, it, it, it makes it less appealing knowing that you're, you're kind of guaranteed a place. Whereas you go into nationals this year and you're, you're thinking I'll train as hard as I can and I might not even podium, <laughs> at least for us guys. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It is, it is. I, I think we still, um, we'll still have a team regardless because like it's it's a little bit easier to say oh i'm not going if you've been on the international stage before but for some of the people coming up that that are going to have an opportunity to go you know it's a lot easier for them to say oh yeah i'm, I'm going it doesn't matter what's going on here i'm going so the question would be it's not necessarily who's going it's who's going to be competitive for the u.s right that's what it would come down to. So, like, if none of us 74s go, maybe Tran, if if none of us go, right? Uh, or, I don't know. Gage. Yeah. I, I, I mean, but the thing is, one class. Wait, wait, first of all, who's Gage, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> Continue. Continue. Ricky, 
Wait, 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 who is Gage? I don't oh know who that is. Honestly, he's probably going to place like 10th or something, so. I mean, strong kid, absolutely yeah. strong. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, who is it? Who is, who is Gage? <laughs> Nobody right now, but anyway, like anyone in the top 10 will absolutely get <laughs> Regardless, I mean, our class is the, the class that we have the least to worry about. Like, I, I'm pretty sure our number 15 guy can go and win. <laughs> like, hey, wait, 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 wait. There's Kel. Now, he didn't post a good total at Worlds this year, but back in 2017, 2017, two years ago, he put up a 757 total. He's got heat. And he 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 came in. He did a, an equipped meet a month before uh, Raw Championship. Nonetheless, he shouldn't have done that. But he's still a strong guy. Yeah. Um, like I, and he's someone to look out for in the future. One hundred. Like I'm glad you said that. It's true. I don't. He wasn't. He wasn't going to beat you that day. But he at least could have pushed and made it a little more competitive. Um, I think that was definitely foolish, man. Doing. Uh, uh, like a freaking equipped meet a month out. And that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, when he posted that, yeah. and it's equipped too, the type of weight you shift when it's equipped is insane. It's like, my man, what were you thinking? Yeah. Your notice is going to be trapped. Now, considering what you did, um, pound for pound, there wasn't anybody in any weight class who was going to beat you that day, so whatever. End result, what it was, what it's going to be. But you're absolutely right. Um, anybody who goes to the world is going to have to deal with him. And um, right. thus far, in terms of total, it's, been, it's just Taylor who's got it over. Now, having said that, raises the question. So, if Kale's put up a 750, what, it was in the 750s, you guys are young, and the world's is until next June, where do you guys see yourselves posting up these totals? Not just at, not just at uh, Nationals, but even next year, let's say the world's do roll around. Because you, you guys are getting, like, Austin's 20 years old, man. This dude was a teenager. Oh. This dude was a teenager like just half a year ago. Next, next, give me, give me a year. I'm, I'm posting. I ain't gonna do this whole. Oh shit! Whoa, really? What did you say? Year? Yeah, in a year. What? Next, next year is world. But you know what? Listen. He's so, talking about quips though. No. Ricky's always got something to say. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but 737 and a half, and now was, when was that? Was that July? When, when was the yeah, July. July. So, yeah, a year, I mean, you're, 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 what was the progress before that? Because at 20 years old. Uh, it was, I think it was like, I went 638, my first raw meet, then 688, and then 737 and a half. Okay. Yeah, we're pacing. Wait, I have I have a question for for all you guys here. So if we want to start, whoever wants to go first, what does your typical day look like? I wake up in the morning. I don't eat. Okay. <laughs> I don't eat. I don't eat till. What time do you wake? What time do you wake up? Seven thirty a.m. Okay, and you go to school. So, like, what is your class schedule? What does your class schedule look like? Uh, I got what three classes some days, two classes some days. I have class from nine thirty to two. Yeah, two. No, three twenty. 
And I'm done practicing mm-hmm. the whole time. I, I, I eat when I get done with class and I go to practice at 5.30. I practice and I go back home, eat again, so go to sleep. Okay. Uh, like one, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Michael, what, what about you? Um, so I wake up normally probably 8, 8.30. Um, I'm actually uh, going to school on an online program, so I use a little bit of that time to study and things like that. Um, go train afterwards, um, eat, um, and then I, I work evenings and nights, um, so I end up getting back to say like 12.30ish. Um, uh, eat again, study a little bit more, and then go to bed. What do you do? Uh, what do you do for a job? Um, I, I work in a warehouse. Uh, pork okay. operator. All right. So physical. Then mine, yeah. mine is uh, mine's pretty simple and basic. I wake up probably around nine to nine thirty a.m. I um, I spend two to three hours coaching every morning, and then I study for four to five hours for the MCATs. Get my workout in, and then I go to sleep. So it's pretty. It's pretty. I know, I know what you're getting at, right? You're probably saying, oh, I work 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., whatever, right? No, I, listen, listen. <laughs> He's going somewhere. Okay, okay, let's hear it, let's hear it. He's going I've been, I've been, I've been in your guys' shoes where I, I literally slept, I, I breathed football, and that's all I lived for was practice. I studied. I did well in school. Um but it was like I got to eat. I got to do everything that I wanted to be the best that I could be uh, as a football player, right? And yes, Ricky, you're, you're right. Like right now, I'm 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 established in my career. Uh, I have a career trajectory. I work in finance. Um, I have a day job, so I don't get to put in the amount of time that I'd like to, like right now, this, I'm only working out three days a week. I used to go four to five. I'm only three days. So I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt that with 100%, you guys are freaks of nature, like without a doubt, shadow of a doubt. But once you hit the real world in the sense of, Ricky, when you want to become a doctor or uh, Mike, when you get into your career, Austin, when you get into your career, it's like now I'll try to find time. I have a life. Uh, I have a job. I have friends. I have a life outside of powerlifting. Like there's a lot of things that come along. I got bills. I have like I have other things on my plate other than powerlifting. And now I make it uh a priority in my life because I truly do enjoy weightlifting. Like this is without a doubt. I've I've just always enjoyed weightlifting. So I make it a priority to get to the gym, but I don't have the luxury that you guys have as far as time, uh, age, right? Like I, and when I was, when I was your age, I was, I wasn't training for strength. I was training for functional strength with, uh, just being the best football player I could be. So now that I get to dedicate some of my time, I've only been in powerlifting now for five, going on six years. So uh, I, I still think that I have room to grow in powerlifting, as crazy as that sounds. Um, but but it's just, it's just... Having said that, like with three days a week, like, you know, you know they say sometimes it's, it's harder to maintain at the top than it is to climb the top. Because some of the reasons you said were... 
you know, when you're on the way up, you sacrifice almost everything because you're not there yet. Like some of these fellas that said, um, I, I curious Michael, who has said, you know, if, you, if you've already won Worlds, it's easier to pass up going back because you got that and you'll always have that for the rest of your life. When you haven't won it yet, you're, you're like, I gotta go. I haven't, I haven't, I can't retire having not won. And then when you're on your way up, like some of these fellas, you'll like, you'll sacrifice sleep. You'll, you won't have a girl because you're like, man, you're cutting into my training time. I gotta break it off. You know? <laughs> like, so um, the, dude, the dudes who are hungry on the way up can gain a lot of ground quickly. Is that, yeah. that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Is it, is it tougher being in your position? Like, cause they, like when Austin says, I, I want 800 and I want 800 by next year, man. And you know, this, this dude's 20 years old. You know, he could slow down in his late twenties and be like, fuck it, I'll slow down, get a good job, get a girl, whatever. Right now, the gr- wrong girl approaches me and's like, you training again? You're like, girl, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I am not there yet. Um, is that, what do you think, when you think of that, when you lay down at night and you're like, shit, man, these dudes are coming and they got some big goals, like, this, and you're going three days a week. You know, what do you think when you think of that? Because I'm surprised when you, were you doing three days a week when you got best lifter at Worlds? No, nah, that was four days. Shit, but oh, don't get, oh, listen, wow. listen. <laughs> <laughs> but don't don't get me wrong. I'm actually hitting volume PRs in three days. That's crazy. So regardless, of, like again, I prioritize it. I have to make sure that I get it in three days versus four. But I'm still hitting volume PRs in those three days. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure when we turn 30, we'll probably only be able to handle three days, right, guys? Like, come on, that's probably going to be, like, an awkward win at that point. And, and, you know, I mean, like, I understand. Like, I respect that. And, you know, I told you guys that next year I'll probably start dialing down the competitive aspect. Um, and, obviously, you have your own job. You guys are uh, fairly older than us. So, you have your career started. You have your family, whatever. I mean, the thing is, when I'm 30, I, that's not going to come out of my mouth. I'm not gonna be saying anything like that. Oh, what? What? You're not gonna be saying that you hadn't hit your goals you wanted? No, I'm not gonna be saying that I, I'm training three or four days a week. What are you gonna be saying? I'm just gonna be working. That's it. No oh, excuses. Right? Like that. That's like to me. It's like, like Taylor. I respect you, but it just sounds like you know. Let's say you come second, and then people say, "Oh, he's only trained three or four days a week. Imagine if he trained seven. You know, and it's like, it's like, I respect it. Like, I understand your circumstances, but I'm not going to like, whatever happens in my life, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's kind of bringing me down. I'm not going to say you guys are doing this. If I did that, I'd be up to you guys or I'd be way further than you guys. Et cetera. I, I, I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm saying is, um, I have different stresses in my life versus you guys. So, um, while you are making the amount of progress and it seems like, man, this guy just hit a 30 pound or 30 kg PR. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> just wait until I hit that 830 kg total. And I'm three days, I'm three days a week. Okay. okay. Is, is, um, is that something? Well, so okay, first off, cause there's been some debate and some talk and I got a lot of DMS asking if you were going to move up to 83 kilo Taylor at some point. But now that 
you see the young guns. And these dudes are young, they're hungry, and um, and there's actually like this is entertaining shit, man. You know, the, the social media back and forth. This is probably the hottest division in powerlifting right now. Have you cooled off on the idea of moving up to 83? Or are you in think of staying at 74? Because real quick, by next year, if these fellas are hitting some of the numbers that they could be, it could, we could have some great battles in 74. Or are you thinking, you know what, I think 83 is, is where the big dance is? You know, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I have so many goals um, outside of powerlifting. Uh, I have, again, I have a, a day job and I'm doing really well. Uh, so who knows if I'm even going to be able to do powerlifting next year? Like, I, I don't know. So I can't say that I can even, I'm even going to move up. I, I, that I don't know. Um, but I know that the time that I have now and the, 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 as long as I can compete, um, I'm going to put my best forth and if I'm able to continue to power lift and, and do the stuff that I'm able to do at the level that I think I'm capable of, then I'll continue powerlifting. But if I don't think that I have a chance to win uh, or be competitive, then I'm going to let these guys just descend into God mode and I'm going to take the back seat because uh, I, I'm going to start studying for my NDA. Um, and that's going to be something that I don't even know if I have time to lift weights anymore. So is we'll this, see. Is this surprising for some of you guys to hear? Because I didn't know, I didn't expect this coming. This is almost turning into a, a, a retirement. <laughs> now it's, <laughs> Listen, it's, it's like I said, like I, what else do I have to accomplish? I've already showed the world that I am number one, regardless of if anyone beats me in the future. I, I don't care about that. The future is the future. It is what it is. Like right now, where everyone is, everyone is at my age has had the same amount of time to fucking lift the same amount of weight as I do. And no one is even touching me. So uh, you guys can say what you want about my age and this and that. Like no one is doing what I'm doing pound for pound. And like regardless of if you guys do it in the future that's that's the future like I, I can't worry about that but what I'm worried about is what I've done now and today and that is a world championship and I put no doubt in anyone's mind that I am the strongest in 74s and I'm strongest pound for pound so I've accomplished what I set out to accomplish and you guys are, are obviously still hungry looking to, to chase those how much would it mean to you guys before Taylor Lee's being as established a champion as he is to, before he leaves, take the title from him as opposed to he leaves and you take a vacant title? you think that's a big deal or do you think lineage isn't as big as in a sport with, like powerlifting? Because in, in other sports, like individual sports, like for instance, um, like UFC or boxing, very big deal to not win a vacant title, much bigger deal to take it off the champion before they leave. Even when I think about like the Olympics, when it comes to individual sports like racing, and he's saying Bolt, it was important that Bolt lost in a race and then he retired. He could have retired at the Olympics, and then that would have been it. And then from there on out, everybody's just like, well, you're not the same Bolt. Um, he stuck around, he ended up eventually losing, and then he retired. 
Do you think the lineage, it's important for your guys' legacies for a lineage and to try to get there while Taylor's still there? Or do you think it's okay? If he leaves, he leaves. Uh, the numbers stay and you just try to best his best number. How do you feel about this when you hear this? If he leaves or if he stays, he's going to be the number 174 in the world. No. One day. Simple as that. One day. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Yeah, like I, I think it, it would be like cool either way. It, it's obviously an accomplishment regardless to, to get to the top, but it is a little bit sweeter for him to be there and to actually be him versus, you know, he, he leaves and then a couple of years later. Um, yeah, I, I totally told her a couple of years ago, but he's not here competing head to head with me. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, the head to head, like when you're on the platform, not the put too much air in your tires right now, Taylor, but like he's a legend in the sport, right? So when you hit the platform with a legend though, it it matters, right? People remember battles. People remember, you know, or or if he wasn't there and um, let's say it's at the world's if Kachel's not there, you know, it's it's not quite the same. It's not quite as sweet as that showdown. And if you unseat the kings, and not just any kings, champion and champions, I mean that's that's a massive that's a moment. That's a sporting moment. Um, how do you feel, Ricky? Do you think it matters as much to try to catch him before he leaves, or do you think successionism is a big deal? I mean, I would be happy either way. I think Taylor's already made his legacy, and if he ends up leaving, right, I think our goals would be to try to surpass his legacy, however difficult that's going to be, you know, whether it leaves in three or four years. Right? I think that's going to be everyone's goal. If you can't compete with someone 1v1, one, one right, whether – you know, let's say Taylor ends up like getting older and just totals less, right? You wouldn't be happy with beating him when he's not at his peak, right? Like if, if, if we competed this year and he had a 740 total and we hit 760, I don't think any of us are gonna be happy because he's already told 790. Yeah. So at, at that point, if, if those circumstances come and you know, you're not gonna be able to time everything out um, perfectly, I think we're, we're just going to try to see if we can surpass his legacy, however however difficult that's going to be in the end. Fair enough. And Taylor, as you look at these young guys, and there's some other dudes looking, we can only have so many people on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, mean, there, I, I was getting DMs like, why not this guy, why not that guy? Like like Tran, for instance. Uh, and Tran and Zach. Don't Zach. Don't forget about Zach. And Zach. Don't forget yeah. about Gage, too. Dang, bro. Hey, hey. I, I really don't know who that is. Who's Gage? Yo, Who's bro, Gage? explain it. Explain it. Explain uh, it. I mean, he's a, um, a 74, of course, uh, from Texas. Is he? Can, I, can I say something? He? He's got beautiful hair. Fucking beautiful. Ah! Taylor, you respect that. He's not, he's not on your. He's not on your level, though. It's like he's got. He's got hair. All right. He's got long it's hair. Not Taylor's hair. No, I didn't. I mean, his hair. Listen, I'll, I'll, I didn't say all three of us have gray hair, man. Like you guys. You got. You guys got waves. You got waves. You guys got waves for days. Waves for days. Ricky, Ricky, you got. You got a nice little. Hey, Ryan, right? Ryan, I love this. Yo, that's the best, the most solid fucking bald head I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, 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 it's
That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a good look, though. It's a good look. Absolutely. So what? What do you? In terms of when you look back at these fellas, uh, Taylor, and all these young guns coming up the ranks, who do you feel like is the one closest nipping on your heels that you're thinking, man, in a year? Like you know, when you're looking ahead, you're like, shit. Some of these guys are covering a lot of ground quickly. It, who stands out the most of these young guns? Dude, honestly, like I, a lot of people have been asking me that lately, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore because you guys are just putting up numbers that are like, what, what, what? And I, I'm, I'm truly gonna be surprised, or not surprised. I'm actually, gonna, I'm not even gonna be surprised if some of these guys put up like a seven seventy to seven eighty total. I'm really not. Um, but I, I would say. Austin, like your your squat and your deadlift are by far like the most impressive right now. Um, bench, obviously, you got to work on your bench, but I would say Austin, your squat and deadlift, like <laughs> hands down. Um, and then and then Mike, Mike, your squat. I've now seen your deadlift move up now, but your bench, like, you're fucking That's on insane. your way. And then, Ricky, I don't know much about uh, your individual list, but I've seen your deadlift and squat, and it's, like, ridiculous, too. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what I don't know what these guys are going to do. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if, one, they beat me in an individual lift. Um, or two, put up a, a close total to mine. It's, it's not. I'm not going to be surprised. Hey, I'm glad you brought that up, though. I think like we, us three, right? We we have two great lifts, but we always lack one. And and Taylor is definitely the the best package all around. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you definitely have all three lifts, and we're all working on our individual lifts, whether it's CAs, deadlifts. Me and Perks, uh, our bench press, but you know. No, I'm, gonna, just, I'm gonna be honest. I honestly, I don't care about my bench. I'm trying to make my squat deadlift go up. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I can't You you add keys where you can get keys. <laughs> so impressed if you hit an 800 total with with like a low bench press. That'd be ridiculous. Like, I think. Dude, yeah, I would be like, I'd be like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Bench is, bench is 150 and then pull is like 350. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, mark my words though. I guarantee in the next two to three years, a 74 is going to be pulling 350. Mark my words. That's insane. I wouldn't be surprised. Mark my words. 350. What is that, like 760? 770. Yeah, 770. Roughly. Yeah, I think one or two years. Absolutely. There's, um, you know, they have those deadlift specialists on Instagram, but there there are a few people that are range. I'm of like 700 to 720. Yeah, it's insane. R1 Rogue, if you've heard of it. Right? Mike will shake his head because he's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Hey, relax, man. <laughs> I mean, also, uh, Tran, too. Tran, absolutely. Kevin. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Has, has, and we haven't talked to him at He's all. He's 7 hasn't he? No, he has, absolutely. Yeah. I like the RP7 or 8. So he's yeah. one of the top dogs here. Yeah. Yeah, he pulled 700, which for anyone internationally is 318 kilo, and yeah, it was smooth. And he's a big dude. He's a big 74 as well. Um, it's yeah, th- I'm curious. Do any of you know what like he walks around at? 162. Okay. Needs to be 73 kg. So he's pretty light. Wow. Well, 
Yeah, no, Austin, I'm like, I, I just had a call with him like last week. I'm like almost positive he's like, he's watching. Bro, what? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going for that, man. <laughs> 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 this is going to bleed. No, he's short. though. He's like, he's like five six. Yeah, I, no, he's short. He's shorter than me. Yeah, I'm five. I'm five six. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like five four. No, no, no. I'm five, four, you're than me. So you're five four. I'm not adding up. Yes, I'm five four. Oh shit! Wow. I mean, no, he's. Something he's lying to you. Did he show you on the scale? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when he when he weighed it at his last meet, he came in at like seventy three. And for someone to kind of like damn seventy three, yeah, if he was heavy, right, that would be a pretty big step off from yeah. seventy four. Like the entire kilo. Seventy three is light. Yeah, he, he is a pretty light. He's kind of like you, Austin. Honestly, like you, you both come in at like you guys both come in underweight. Yeah, yeah y'all boys got to start eating. <laughs> I'm gonna say this now. I think I think Kevin is actually gonna get either first or second. I, I put him above me. Absolutely. Oh, I, I have. Yeah, I I I believe him. I think he's gonna be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's good, man. He's good. It, it, it's just he's like little minor tweaks, and he's also only 20 years old. So he's he's. Yes. The same age as Perkins. He just hasn't put it together in a meet yet. But if he can put it together, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he totals like 780. Oh, absolutely. I mean, his last meet, he totaled 740, and he only got a 630 deadlift because of um, apparently someone put baby powder in the chalk. So he only hit a 630 deadlift, yet he's already hit a 700-pound deadlift at like a 6 or 7. So I I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah. Wow. Um, and what do you guys feel? How, how do you think this battle is going to shake up? Then is Tran now the man underneath Taylor? You guys think as well? Or talking to Michael and, and Austin, how do you guys? Think? I, listen again, I Mike. I don't know what Mike is is doing now, but from what I see, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you hit like six hundred plus for sure on squat, but over a four forty uh, bench. And then your deadlift, fuck, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the thing, the thing about my deadlift is that it, it always shows up huge for me, me babe. Like that's been a recurring trend, and I feel this time it won't be any different. So, I mean, I honestly don't know what I'm gonna pull either. Like, <laughs> I, I have to, you know, just figure out some type of range, and you know, I know it's gonna be. 300 plus, I know that, but I don't know exactly where it's going to fall. <laughs> so, wait, 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 I just, so, Ricky, with, I can't believe that you walk around at 175 plus? No, here's the, uh, here's the misconception, so when I, when I, um, when I posted the picture of my weight scale, uh, it was after an entire day of food, after salt, after water. And that's when I ended up being like 187, 188 pounds. But by no means do I walk around even close to 180 pounds. I actually walk around like 173 to 174. That's still 10 pounds, dude. Like, how do you think, how does that affect you on meat day? Oh, a lot, absolutely. I mean, like at this point in time, I kind of assume that I'm only going to be able to match what I hit at the gym. And, you know, if, it, if that's what it takes for me to be at a competitive level, then by all means, I'll take it, right? I accept that. I understand what I have um, coming into me. 
But I'll tell you what, it took, took a very long time to realize that, you know, coming from, I used to be about 200 pounds. So I used to be a really big boy. And then I, um, I took two years to cut down to 175 pounds. And I don't know, I think, I mean, if you know what you're doing, it, it's always better to train significantly higher than your competing uh, body weight, I think. Yeah, it, yeah, it isn't, um, like 171 isn't the crazy, like early 170s is doable, 10 pounds of water. It is, it's literally a science stone. Like you trial and error and have to hone that in, you know, because I've seen people, it swings, Perfect, and guys smash big weights, and they look half a weight class bigger than everybody else. And mass moves mass. There's a reason why those weight classes, but mm -hmm. also it can backfire if that doesn't go well. And here's the other thing: when you when you're um, weight cutting big and traveling, now U.S. nationals will be fine. But when you go across the Atlantic and you go to place in Belarus, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's a world champ. Sorry, he had to get in there. Sorry. But, <laughs> you, you go place in Belarus, the weight cuts can be it can be a factor. But uh, but you guys now Austin um, stays underneath, and Michael, you don't cut very much weight either, right? No, um, I'm actually uh, sitting a little bit heavier now than before, but I'm still pretty light, like one sixty nine ish in the morning. Mm. So do you do so you do what you do water loads? No, I I normally don't. I just manipulate food volume. Um, the last few days, and that normally gets everything that I need. Okay. What What about you? Where Where are you sitting at right now? What would you like to know? One One seventy. I'll tell you this: I'm the heaviest that I've ever been leading into a meet two weeks out. Oh damn! Okay. And this is by plan, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and have you done some like water cutting and, and water manipulation? And because here's here's the thing that I've noticed, and pro Ricky could probably speak on this because I'm sure he's done a lot of this as well. When you cut calories, that impacts you. It's hard to bounce back, eat a lot that day after you weigh in and bounce back when it's calories, right? There's only so much your body's going to digest and use. Water, though, your ability to bounce back from dehydration. And what you could do with water entering a system can, can be phenomenal. You could bounce back real quick. You'd be surprised, right? Um, you could be right back to normal. They've done studies on this. What are you really using there, Taylor? Are you looking at dieting down the last two weeks? Or are you thinking, have you done a lot of water manipulation and done some water loads? Because if you're not used to it, I mean, the, the more you do it, the better the better it is, obviously. But um, Yeah. So the first one, yeah, the first one that I ever done, uh, did was at the 2015 Arnold <clears throat> and it went super well. So um, over the years, however, I've been roughly around 166, like mm -hmm. 167 mm -hmm. um, in the off season. So I, I, and that's just normal eating. And again, I, I work in an office. So my, I live a sedentary lifestyle um so i don't i, I don't ex or need a lot of food uh even though i'm i am training very heavy and my sessions go pretty long i just manipulate my food and take for those training sessions but for the most part i really don't need a lot of calories to maintain weight or uh, lose weight so um yeah it's it, i'm Right now, we're in a water load. We're going to try to water load for the national 
meet, but uh, the last, I would say, eight meets I've done has all just been uh, food manipulation. Hmm. And Ricky, you're, you're all, you don't got to tell any secrets, but you're about the water load, deload, and, and the rest of it? Yeah, I, I, um, I'm the type of person that I would never touch calories throughout a meat prep. If anything, I would probably even surplus for days that exceed, um, you know, one and a half to two hours in terms of training. Right. But, um, for someone like Taylor, I, I highly doubt he's going to be over 170 pounds, especially if he's been training for the last few years at 166. I think, um, him water loading is a very smart idea. I don't think that is going to be something that's going to remotely affect him in the slightest. Right. As long as he's just getting the basic fundamentals down. Um, but I mean, I don't think any of these guys would really need to apply any of these water cut uh, protocols that I do. I mean, they're all pretty lightweight, so these guys train at what they can beat, so yeah. it's uh, it's in their pages. No major surprises. What are some of the battles that you guys see not in the 74s that you guys are looking forward to the most at the U.S. Raw Nationals? 66. 66. I, I say 83. 83. 83 is for sure. And, and, and oh, obviously, yeah. it's a little less competitive than last year, but even now, I still think it's going to be probably the most viewed, most uh, most popular primetime division. I'm excited to see what Russ is going to do because uh, him and I have been chirping back and forth that he wants to get Best Lifter again. A little bit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, we'll see. Uh, hey, I have I'm two guys, though. At least one is Steph. <laughs> What's that? I, I mean, look, I, I love Russ, right? And he, the good thing is he always hit, or he usually hits depth in competition. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think it's safe to say that he's not getting depth in any of the videos he's been uploading, even though it's only one angle. Right? But, um, you know, like Taylor said, I'm very excited to see what he puts up. I think it's going to be... Um, probably his best tool, yeah, maybe even upwards of 860 kg plus, or 860 kg plus, yeah, somewhere around those lines, I think. You know, it's interesting you say that. Like, I love Russ to death, um, and I have nothing but respect for him as well, but uh, his squat, like, when you saw him at his third squat at Worlds, mm-hmm. you saw him grind out that last rep. When so you, yeah, and his second attempt he blew through it and you're thinking he's got another 10 to 15 kg easy right and he he just jumped 8 kg so when he jumped 8 i was like wait what so and he you heard him in his video he's like oh fuck can i even do it and it's like when you're training at a your neural pattern is different when you have to hit depth and you're thinking about it you go a little you sink it a little lower and now your muscles aren't used to that you get to a certain sticking point and you're like, oh shit, Feels different. I can't do this. Feels it's different. So it'll be interesting. And it makes the pressure of competition a little little tighter too, like the stress of it. If it doesn't feel the same, you know, where I got to right. go a little deeper. Or is he telling himself that and is he thinking, you know what, I'm going to hold hold course and squat the way I always squat. Do you, I, I mean, it is only one angle. I don't know. Someone else someone's telling me that on his YouTube he showed a different angle and it looked deeper. But if it isn't deep enough, I mean, shit, you gotta, you, hopefully someone's got his ear and tells him to go deeper. I, I, I'm not on the side checking out how deep if the hip goes below the knee, but it has become a bit of a storyline I see in the comment section, and I get in the DMs with the king of the list, Instagram. 
<laughs> and it becomes people are like, look at the guy's strong as strong days. But you could be if you miss your third squat, whether it was strength or whether it was depth, you miss your third, you miss your third, all of a sudden a battle could turn a whole lot closer. Right. Are you guys expecting are you guys expect like so we have two guys who are gonna be going for that seven hundred squat in the eighty threes, which is nuts to, to say. But what do you think about Jamar's? Who's Jamar's not leaving any doubt about his squat? Dude, he's he's a monster. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, if let's say Russ went for a third where he thought he could hit it and didn't like he just didn't hit death. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamar out squatted Russ in that fashion. They're close enough. Like like I think they were thirteen pounds away in the singles I've seen so far training. Uh, like you know, in terms of reps. Like, this guy's got a higher triple. This guy's got a higher five. It's, it doesn't super matter. It doesn't always translate. Uh, in terms of singles, they're within they're like 15 or less pounds. Like, that's crazy close. And, and I don't know if Russell's, like, I'm only seeing one angle. I don't know how high, how high Russell is or if it's, you know, not a, not a really a storyline. But Jamar's, from his angle, I can see depth. And it's fucking up. It's that. So. What, what, are, yeah. what, are, what are they both hit? Both hit? What are their best singles? 700 for pancakes, right? Yeah, 702. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pancake God, yeah. Jamar got 702, and um, Russ got 715, I think. So we're talking yeah, 713. 13 pounds, man. Do you know how much he weighs, though? He, he looks like a big, big guy. Uh, he, like, just based on his video, I have no idea how tall he is, yeah. how much he weighs, but he looks massive. He's, he is. Is He's in the early 190s, I believe, right now. It should okay. be a normal cut for him, but um, I mean, what, what does a normal cut do to him when it comes to competition time? Either way, let's say, I think him and Jamar, if two guys, it's a race who's going to score, first off, whoever gets the, the lot number advantage should be the first man to squat 700 in the 83. Right. And that'll come down right. to just who got that lot number, who gets to go first. Usually you want to go second, but in this rare situation, you know, where you're like, you could say, I'm the first man ever. You actually want to go first because both these dudes can squat 700. We know that for sure. Uh, well, I shouldn't say for sure anything can happen, but um, in terms of the total, can anybody push him and actually take his crown, you think? Or is this just not? He's just too far. Ahead? I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, I mean, look, I'm, I'm rooting for Nori still. I, I, I think he's going to pop back and surprise everyone. I really hope so. I hope so, yeah. yeah I, I really, I really want him to do well. Like he's a de novo boy, like me. Um, he, he's, he just has a good vibe. I like him, and I, I just want him to do well. I want him to put together the meat that I know he's capable of. And if he does that, he can be competitive. Oh, he's into the hundred kilo total, for sure. Yeah, he's up there. Um, I mean, look, if somebody misses a couple squats or misses something, it, it, the, the game, the blow. The uh, gates blow wide open. It's anybody's game. What about the women's? I think women's man. Call me crazy. Uh, Miss, Amanda, Miss Amanda, dude. Amanda Lawrence. Eighty-four is crushing rematch. it. That rematch is integral here. Like we're talking, it's not very many months in between. Not not a whole lot of like in terms of the progress between the both of them. You can make some ground, but I'm thinking this is still going to be tight. In the, in the world championships came down to the very last deadlift. Uber tight. I think right. it's probably the best showdown to watch. What do you guys think? Oh, for sure. 
Hands, hands down, hands down. Um, but again, I think Danny had a lot left in her. Uh, you look at her squat, she she blew through that squat. And deadlift, I thought she had more in her deadlift too. So, uh, But again, Amanda, I think she went all out on squat, uh, but she's making a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be interesting to see what she does on deadlift. It, it'll be, yeah, attempt selection is going to be key. Because it's so close. When you're that close. Uh, do y'all know if uh, if Joey's calling both their numbers again? Is that what's happening again? I think Nori is going to call Danny's uh, okay, yeah, test yeah. this yeah, time. That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Probably just not um, the reason why. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, being uh, being nationals, I think there's definitely going to be a lot more um, suspense and uh, definitely more misattempts. But since you have more jurisdiction over where you're allowed to choose, I think um, this will be insanely close or insanely far, depending on how, how they do. Right? Because that's a oh, go that's a no, that's a great point, Ricky. Uh, so at Worlds, you had Arian and Bill McCarthy helping out with attempts on the open side, right? right? So it was a lot harder to get an attempt in um, that it, you had to have the sign off of both Arian and Bill. Absolutely, yeah. If I, you had like ten to twenty on on your squat, right? Like after watching that third attempt. So, and, and I can say the same thing yeah. about me, Michael, as well, right? Um, you know, having jurisdiction over your own lifts. And at this point in our lifting careers, I think we know best as to what we can and can't hit. Um, so obviously, you know, if we take that into account, uh, going into the USAPL Raw Nationals, it's going to be, that's going to be, it could be anywhere. And that's, that's another point is like with Russ or even with Amanda or Danny, like anyone, uh, we don't have that cap anymore. So it's like, could we overshoot? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that conservative, uh, person or cap. And I think Arian and Bill are great, great handlers and oh, attempt selections. So the numbers don't lie um, in terms of in terms of the world champions the US brought back. Numbers don't lie. They they do a bang up job. But you're right. Yeah. You're not listening for country, you're listening for pride, your own pride at nationals. So you right. you can you know, you got a whole lot more it's just you and your coach. You know, as yeah. opposed to you know, a guy who's got the whole open, he's gaining points for the American team, and he's looking at it from that bigger sense. It's just you and your coach solo banging these off. So you could, anybody at any point, could get a whole lot more wild, and nobody's there to slow you down. Uh, right. Could be interesting. Could be, could, could be uh, like, like Ricky said, super close, or it could get really, really well wild if somebody starts missing because they're overshooting. And it's, it's too damn close. You were saying, Austin, 66s. Who should we look at there? If Charles isn't there, I'm surprised. Um, I know, yeah, because it's not Charles. That's why I was saying that it's anybody. Like, everybody's trying to take it now since Charles is lifting. So, um, I say Andreas has a great squad. So, oh, yeah. I say him. Yeah, and then... Um, Do you think he'll hit 600? You think he'll hit 600? No, no. No, no, not that good. Not that good. Dude, squat, dude. Pretty expectations out of space. But yeah, that's what about? Does anybody have a vibe on what Big Ray Williams is doing? Yeah, so I posted anything, right? At least for a few months. Posted anything? No, nothing. He hasn't posted one video. 
Very little. Well, Taylor, so it seems like he knows something right here. Well, I, I, I talked to Matt Gary, who was his mm-hmm. coach um, all the time. Love Matt. Shout out. Uh, and he told me that Ray is back on his his shit. So. Ooh, okay. 1100? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Find out soon. Somebody can sit, boys. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, so why why do you think Ray's been as radio silent? Is this on purpose? Like he's got everybody asking because it's weird because nobody had ever seen. I mean, Ray bombing out at Worlds was shocking to everybody, and then the radio silence afterwards, you know, is it's got everybody wondering like, what the hell's going on here? Now he's posted it, he's saying, you know, I'm grinding. Don't worry about me. I'm grinding. I'm at work. Holding it down like I always did, but it was weird that we hadn't seen. We're used to seeing those singles and doubles and triples and some big lifts flying down. We have we we got no idea. Does any? Why do you think that is? Do you think he's just like, look at man, after what happened, I just want to lay low? Because that that was I was rattled watching it live. I think we were all a little rattled. That was definitely not the script. Whenever you see a world champion, a guy who's running a dynasty bomb, um, it would rattle you, but it was different because it was red for some reason. It was like he has the whole sport on his back. He's like a, he's a guy who makes ESPN. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it, it hit him for sure. It, it's definitely affected. But this is different right now. We got a different race showing up. And when he hits that platform and he does that whole, you know, before he squats, where he starts stomping his feet like a raging bull. I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what what's what's his opener gonna be. Is it gonna be conservative just for confidence builder or? Yeah, it's, it's a different animal we're not used to. If nothing else, um, I don't think anybody's there pushing. Am I crazy in saying that? Nah. Nobody's pushing. I'm, 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 yeah, Joe's not going. Uh, I'm sad that Blaine Sumner is no longer relevant. Like, he was the one that I think could have pushed Ray um, even a little bit, but he's he's nowhere to be found. He's doing straight equipped. Yeah. Uh, but Ray, I think Ray is, I don't know what the radio silence is all about. Um, but I think Ray's going to be Ray at, at Nationals. I, I think you you had him on your podcast, right? I did. You had him on here. Before the Worlds, I did, yeah. Oh, did, so did you hear about, did you did you listen to Matt Gary's I did. podcast? I talked to Matt, um, and, uh, and, and Ray came out as well. Yeah, he was crazy sick. Like he was throwing. Yeah. I believe he was he hospitalized. Now I'm trying to remember. He was crazy sick. Like it was it was bad. It was to the point where um, I know Matt was like, "Oh shit, if we would have put this number in or that number in instead." I'm like Matt. It still didn't matter. He couldn't bench. He couldn't bench. Like I think it was two seventy five. Like Matt, if you can't bench two seventy, he was bombing no matter what. Like, he wasn't fit. Yeah. He he had uh, he had food poisoning for sure. Yeah. Um, body, body was locking up from cramps, and he he just he couldn't even finish the meat. Um, so it, it's there's no saving. There's it was um, it was unfortunate, but yeah, there was no saving it. I'm surprised that he even got he walked out that much weight after what he went through. But my man, when he walked it out, I was scared. It was scary as hell. He was like in a yeah. plane experiencing turbulence. That was crazy. I lost so much confidence watching him walk that out. I was like, holy shit, what is going on here? And you know the spotters are like, oh, God. 
Oh, <laughs> 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 we're about to earn our slice of pizza today. Um, and he kept coming up too. Um, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, listen, so we're at, I mean, we're over an hour right now. Do you guys want to have a last word off before we, like, anybody want to give some last words before we sign off here? And listen, gentlemen, thank you for coming on first. Uh, it's not the easiest with all these different time zones. But uh, anybody want to give some parting thoughts? Is this going up on YouTube? <clears throat> 100. 100. Or is it? Because we, we can do this. We can. Oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> We, we, can, we can do a pose now. <laughs> like, like MMA, we, we, we're like, ah! <laughs> hey, let's no. start from uh, youngest to oldest, though. Leave the king for last, right? Okay, we can leave the king for last. <laughs> or, 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 hey, come on. Why don't we go from, from weakest to strongest and uh, leave hey, the king hey, for hey, last? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I can see there, <laughs> I mean, I, I talk a lot of trash online, right? But I have nothing but the utmost respect for these guys. Um, and for the most part, right? I think when people see me posting online, it's just it's just a joke. It's just all friendly, friendly banter, right? But um, one thing I can say is I I think this Nationals is going to be absolutely fire. I'm so excited to uh, to compete with these guys on the platform. And, you know, I just I feel blessed. I'm just having this opportunity to even talk with you you guys here so thank you yeah appreciate you guys how about your how about your thoughts there michael because you you guys you, you've oh. also been involved in some of the trash talk and help hype it up and i tell you what it doesn't hurt in terms of building hype for this thing right it's uh but <laughs> what are your thoughts on it all? yeah yeah um for sure i mean like ricky said obviously outside of those you know the little banter back and forth that we have we all I'm sure we all have uh, the utmost respect for each other. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to accomplish the same goal, which is just uh, go in the gym every day, get stronger, and to show up on me day and put up the biggest total that we possibly can. So, I mean, I'm excited too. This national is going to be just crazy, especially with our weight class. And for anybody that's listening or watching, uh, if you weren't planning on watching the 74 prime time, you 100% should, because I believe it's going to be the most interesting class to watch this year. I, I, I can second that. I think it's definitely the hottest division right now. What are your thoughts there, Austin? Uh, well, to bounce off with uh, Joe and Michael said, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a blessing and like. So I like to consider, like, to be talking to these guys. You know, I never thought, like, a year ago I'd be talking to, you know, raw people anyway because, you know, I was a quip guy. I only equipped a year ago. So it's, like, it's crazy. It's a blessing to be considered, like, good around these these great lifters, you know. And um, I wouldn't just, you know, talk about myself and say, like, I'm one of the best yet because I, I haven't done a lot, honestly, to myself. I might have won the university because it was just college people, you know. I uh, put up a good total, but that was because I didn't have any competition there, so I could just do freely what I needed to do and not worry about, you know, slipping up and losing. But um, I think this Nationals is going to be, you know, great. It's going to be a great beat. This is the first time I've lifted in the meet and had, like, this much competition, like, more than one person or two other people to worry about. And I was like, six other people I need to worry about. And I think it's going to be a rush, a lot of, a lot of adrenaline, and it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait, bro. 
honestly. Can't wait to meet everybody in person. I'm probably going to fangirl on Taylor, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like... Uh, hey, you know, you know what's funny? I saw Taylor last year, and I, I couldn't like get myself to go up to you and like take a picture because you're on your phone. I was like, I'm leaving. I gotta take a picture. Of you. But, and I feel the same way though, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I can't wait, man. And then there's the king. What, what do you think, uh, my friend? As we're what? Yeah, I mean, you, you threw out some things out there, so people are like, oh shit, how many more competitions do we have, Taylor? This is you know, very introspective. Looking back, I mean. If, if, if you're even thinking about winding this down, this makes these few competitions left even more important. You know, who knows how much longer you want to you want to stick around. What are your thoughts on um, potentially a sixth in a row? And and with these young guns, and some of these guys could be the next Taylor Atwood, stringing together the legacy. You know, you're, you're watching these guys right now, and um, looking ahead. When you're when you're retired and you're flipping on the stream, you're like, holy shit, I remember doing that podcast with those cats. And there they are at the world's now doing some crazy things. Like, are you able to take all that in and be and are you process it like that, living in the moment? Or what are your thoughts, Walker Harris? Yeah, so first uh, and foremost, thank you guys for uh, for hopping on here and and just being able to talk cordially. Um, it is a competition at the end of the day, and I'm going to beat you guys, but I do want to say thank you. Um, but also, but at the same time, like what I, who I do truly want to thank is, uh, and I didn't get to talk to him after Worlds, was Kel. Uh, so if you're listening, Kel, thank you, man. Uh, you pushed me to a point where I didn't think I could be pushed, and uh, after 2017 Worlds, um, I, I wanted to make it a mission to beat you. Um, but you pushed me to a, a point where I didn't think I could push myself and you truly did make me better. So thank you. Uh, but also to these guys, um, thank you because even as young as you are and as old as I am, uh, you guys continue to be a motivating factor for me. And don't think that I'm not watching you guys because I am. <laughs> um, and I, I know you guys are coming in ready to fight, and, and I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, none of you guys are coming in and laying down and thinking Taylor won it and this and that. Like, you guys are coming in and chirping and getting some, some hype going, and I like it. I love it. This is what I live for, guys. Like, you guys don't understand. I, I want the competition. Like, I, I don't like winning so much. <laughs> As much as, like, I, I do like winning. Like, I don't like taking it by a landslide. I want the competition. I want you guys to come in ready. So fucking train hard. Continue. Austin, eat more. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky. Ricky. Um, eat some weight. Mike, continue doing what you're doing, but get your bed look better, dude. And, and let's let's make this thing a competition, dude. Let's go, man. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see where you guys are coming in. I'm excited to see where I land. Uh, I I hit some numbers today that uh, I was very happy with. So yeah, I'm I'm. This is the most hyped I think I've ever been for nationals. Just given that I know the competition is going to be. Uh, up to par. So yeah, and, and do you think? I mean, you don't got to give too much away, but could we possibly see an 800 total for the first time in the 74s? Hands down. Oh shit! 
Oh, well, there you go, fellas. Hands down. All right. Well, listen, everybody just shake your head. Okay. All right. That's 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 pretty. That's a lot. That's a lot. But uh, listen. Well, I know. I mean, putting this all together, I'm glad you guys all stepped up. Some people don't like doing these. Some people don't like going. You know, the face to face with all the people they're going to be competing against. Um, and all you guys conducting yourself like gentlemen, anyways. That's why I try to tell everybody. Um, but much appreciated. Good luck in training. And um, I'm like, I'm, I'm not bullshit when I say it. the 74 is probably the hottest division. It's the one that we get the most in terms of DMs. Who should we have on? They're like the 74 is. When I ask what weight class, they're like, you've got to be the 74 is. And it's, it's not just the fact that you guys are all uber talented, which you are. I mean, we've never seen the talent that we've had, even the personality wise. You guys don't all have to be the same. You know, you guys all have, it's across the whole spectrum here. You know, and there's a little bit of trash talking back and forth and certain storylines. And um, I think afterwards, a couple of you guys got to Google Gage and, uh, and find them on Instagram and check them out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's, like, Taylor's like, Taylor's like, Taylor's like, What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's like, I've been watching you guys. Not Gage. I don't know who the shit that is. But I've been watching you guys. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't heard. I, one, I haven't looked at the roster for <laughs> Nationals. Uh, so I don't I don't know who's who's even going except for you guys, Tran and Zach. Um, but Gage, I no disrespect, man. I, like you're on, you're flying under my radar right now. <laughs> hey, you'll see him on the non prime time, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but real talk though, so I make the first day the most streamed day of oh, yeah. of nationals. Absolutely, like we we have to make that happen. Yeah, how disrespectful. Like, they put us on the fucking I know, Wednesday. I know, Like, we're the most platforms, though. We got two platforms before us, so we're, we're third in line. Okay. Good for me. Good for me. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Wake up. That's like, 80, 83s get their own day? Like, come on, man. Yeah, they didn't get their own day. That's BS. Yeah. Do you think you guys will stream more? I mean, it could change for next year if you bring it. Awesome, I don't think we'll stream more just because Russ has his social media presence, but I think we're definitely going to be the most competitive. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see if we let's see if we let's see if we can yeah let's see if we can get it uh, up there because I think competitively, who knows? We could get it, Sprinty. Uh If you put on a hell of a show, and it's awesome. fun. I mean, people double back when they hear about it to watch them too, right? Listen, when I out total the eighty threes, then we'll have the most life here. That's crazy. Let's see. Well, listen, gentlemen, thanks for coming. I mean, I mean, I, I think kicking things off with multiple six hundred pound squats and seventy fours would be enough oh, to yeah, take away some people. Yeah, I say, I say, I say, I say at least five out of seven of us gonna squat over six hundred pounds, Tom. That's on the easy. Time, so we, easy. We don't know yeah. That. Yeah, we don't know about whether. When I yeah. when I first started commentating at, at the IPF World Championships, there was two 83s squatting over 600. Brett Gibbs and John Hack, you might have heard of them. Two 83s is it. Now, a few years later, we got like 74 juniors, so like a, a half a dozen squatting over 600. It's insane, man. It's, uh, the progress yeah. is... Why? Why? Yeah. What is, what's this progress? What is it? Is it just the talent pool? Is it our knowledge of training? How has this happened? I think yeah, now I would say knowledge. You think so? Yeah. And the talent pool's rising too. I know the the actual amount of lifters in USAPL is like quadrupled 
in like just a matter of a couple of years. Like we're, yeah, we're, like we're taking people from other sports. You know, people that you guys would all be playing football or whatever the hell, and now we got you. Whereas previous generations, you might not have chose powerlifting. You'd be like, what the hell is powerlifting? You know, but yeah, uh, yeah. it is what it is. We're glad to have you. Listen, Jim, so I want to have a bunch of you guys back. Um, but maybe we do it all at once. Maybe we do it individual. Let's see how it all shakes up anyways. And, and who yes, does the U.S. Nationals. So train safely, gentlemen. Get there all in one piece and put on a hell of a show. And thank you for coming in. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Stay healthy, everyone. everyone. See you, boys. Fellas. Can we see you? See you guys in two weeks. Yes, sir. And there you have it. That competition looks fierce. Dude, it is going to be fierce. So here's the thing. Um, I was not expecting Taylor to talk like he was about possible. Like, he was talking like... Possible 800. Total. All of that, but also <laughs> early goings. Dialing back to three days a week and semi-foot out the door retirement types. That was, I didn't see that coming. Well, like you said, he has a pretty busy lifestyle outside of the powerlifting mm-hmm. competition. And we all know, like, having a day job and trying to do extra flickers yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. easy, right? There's only so many hours left and, in the day. And it's got to be... And for Taylor, I think, him being two-time world champ, five-time national champ, yeah. and being on the platform, that he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. It's true. Right? He's, he's got his credentials. He's got his chains. We saw it come out at the beginning. Right? <laughs> he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. So what he might be thinking is now it's time to focus on other things and achieve greatness in other aspects of the life. It's, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But because, be, because you're like, I mean, you got to be selfish to be an athlete like that. If you got a wife, etc., you come home from work, sorry, babe, I got to go, you know, to a certain extent after a while, it's like, why are you still grinding like this? You know, sometimes life kicks in. Exactly. Some people can manage it yeah. and, and keep it going, but... I, I was shocked about that. And then there is like a bunch of young guns like these. These guys are hungry. You see Austin was like, I'm going to have 800 by next year. Yeah, yeah. He said that like, very confidently yeah, yeah. as well. Like, he also he, said. He had a plan to achieve yeah. the 800 by next year. And, and Taylor hasn't made 800 yet, but he said he's guaranteeing he's going to hit it, which will be amazing. But um, also Austin's like, when I said, okay, does it matter to you guys that before Taylor leaves, you, you guys all want to be world champion, but you want to beat Taylor, the great. The legend before he leaves because it's a succession, it's passing the torch, and it's a moment, it's a sporting moment. As opposed to he left, then he won worlds, it's fantastic. He might even beat his number, the best number he had posted up, but he wasn't there on the day. Does that matter? And Austin was quick to say, My man, I'm gonna be a world champion whether he sticks around or not. And that's that. He's he's some of these dudes got that championship mentality. It's 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 cool having them all on at the same time. You have 20-year-old Austin, 30-year-old Taylor. One guy is on his way in, and he's talking like like he's, he's hungry as shit. When I was talking about, like, if a girl's like, me, train too much or whatever, and you'd be like, man, we adios. And Austin's, like, shaking his head, like, yeah. that's. And then on the, on the other side, you got Taylor. He's like, man, I got a life. I got things I got to do. It's, it's when you have athletes in any sport like that, it is interesting to see, yeah. like, one guy's on the way up. mindset as well, from a young man to a, an older guy like Taylor. You know, like you said, you know, Austin's coming in. He's hungry. He's fresh to the sport right now. Yeah. Right? He's got his eyes you set. You sacrifice. Yeah. You sacrifice. And for him, it doesn't matter who's at the top, right? He knows yeah. his goal, whether right. Taylor's still there or not. He's going to push to get there. And yeah. He knows he's still young. He knows he's got the power. He's, he's got the strength. He's put yeah. up numbers greater. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's capable. Yeah, he, yeah. 
It is a. He wasn't at the World Championships when when Michael and Ricky, you know, posted up, mm-hmm. and they had a battle back and forth and, and tossed around a world record. It's phenomenal. Everyone watches the World Championship screen. He wasn't there. He wasn't at like um, the previous nationals. At, so this, he's twenty. He's just hitting it now. This is. But he's big, just knocking this is, on this the doors the right now. This is the he's just opening. So for him, he's he's, he's looking at like this could be my coming out party where I'm gonna hello hello world here where I am. Mm-hmm. It, it could be and. If he makes it a battle and he gets close, um, that's when people start. When people are looking, especially how Taylor's talking, and this could be just the way Taylor's feeling now. I don't know how much longer I can keep grinding like this. You know, it's tough being at the top. I might check out if I checked all these boxes. Maybe six months down the road, it's like, you know what, fuck it. I'm all in again. I don't care. Like, you know, people's feelings change. You can't hold it forever. But because of the way Taylor's talking and the progress that these guys are making, People are going to start scouting who's next, and this could be we, we might be safe. You know, you know, a guy like Austin's thinking like, I'm, hey, it's me. I was surprised when Ricky said, I think Kevin Trant, who's not on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, maybe after the U.S. Nationals, we're going to have him on, and it'll be a hell of a storyline right there. Let's let's find out. There's so many guys you can't have everybody on the podcast, and I wanted these guys who who were already at the worlds and world championship level, and I'm familiar with them already commentated at the worlds, so bring them on. They were already on the podcast too. They have a history of bickering back and forth on social media. So there's a storyline we had to complete. You have to, you have to do it. You got to do it. But there's more storylines to come after the Nationals. Who knows what the new storylines are? And we got to have on a Kevin Trent, who I was surprised. Ricky's like, you know what? I'm, I'm putting him ahead of me. I think he's number two behind Taylor. Nobody's saying they're taking Taylor out yet. But um, he's like, I think I think he's he's number two. I was surprised. You know, sometimes dudes mm-hmm. just, just hold fly that. under the radar. Yeah, dudes, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, even if you think that, you don't say that. And Ricky was like, fuck, I'll say it. I think, I think this dude's got to watch. It was interesting having these guys on there. They were, it was um, when when uh, Taylor was going around being like, what's your day? What's your day like? Mm-hmm. And he went through everybody. I was thinking, like, he's, this is, he's setting something up. He's, he's, he's making a point right now. He doesn't super give a shit about your day from day in, day out. Mm-hmm. But um, I, 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 I was still surprised. I thought he was going to go the opposite route. I thought he was going to say, um, I like I live for this. I live and breathe this. Like, this is what yeah, I thought training, he was going Especially now. Yeah. I, mean, I thought he was going, going the opposite route. Like... Instead, he actually went with, like, you know, I'll do, like, three days a week. Dude, mediocre days a week. Workouts. No, yeah. Not mediocre, he sells his but time, five PRs. Yeah, right? yeah. Time-wise, like, three times a week. These fellas will literally be doing double that, probably six days a week. Some yeah. of these fellas are going to be doing twice as much work in the gym as Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's wild. I don't know. Like, like, what if he's, what if he's, you think he's bullshitting? <laughs> Who knows? It could be. Who knows, yeah. I almost want yeah. to message the strike guys and be like, is that real? Yeah, just verify, verify that, that coaching. Yeah, I, so I asked them, how many days a week did you hit before Worlds? Because you won Worlds. If it was three then, then you're good because you won the World Championships on three, fine. You know, so, well, I was doing, it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's, if this was working before, then fine. Yeah. He was doing four, which is, still isn't a lot. Three, this is as less as he's ever been. That's fucking, I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of, I was shocked to hear that. So he's training less than he's ever trained. He's still talking that he's going to post the biggest total he's ever posted. I mean, that could also be the platform that he has to talk a big talk because he's yeah, king right now. You do, yeah, man. He's yeah. going to need. He's going to need a big total. Yeah. He certainly can't roll backwards with these fellas. That are, you know, no, no, knowing all that fierce competition that's under him, 
if he misses one or just you, you one wrong number, you, you, can't you know you're falling from the top. I do see now why, though, if he's like, look, I don't know, giving my, my schedule, if I can continue putting together, uh, if it's going to be three days a week from here on out, uh, and progress, he'll progress, but maybe not like to the tune of these fellas. Yeah, like maybe maybe you do be like, I, do I check out before someone catches me? Or do I keep tempting fate and keep coming back knowing in my heart mm-hmm. I'm not giving 100%. I don't want it like these guys want it. I'm not going to sacrifice these, these guys are going to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sports all around. Yeah. you got to ask yourself, yeah. at what point Every do you say... Every athlete asks themselves that question. How many, how many boxers we know stick around too long yeah. and be like, you should have checked out? It's like that quote from uh, The Dark Knight. You know, you either die a hero or you live long yeah. enough to see yourself become yeah, a villain, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not quite... Sport. I know it's what you not mean. Quite, yeah. But, but I, if you stay around for too long, you know, you become the one that, like, like you said, both example, right? Yeah. Uh, the you said, both example that you gave, you know, you stay in there long enough for someone else to come get get They the get a W on you. you and yeah. all of a sudden they're like, the memory, a big memory, a big sporting mm-hmm. moment is when they beat you. As opposed to, I went out undefeated, no one ever beat me. Yeah. And who knows, if I would have kept training six days a week, maybe I would have went forever. Yeah. But you could take that question mark away and stick around doing only three days a week. Right. And eventually, some it's... it's yeah. Or on the flip side of it, if you do go out early, you do go out on top as king, knowing that there's heavy competition coming from under your guy, like Austin or Michael or Ricky, yeah. right? and you decide to go at a time where you know these guys are just up and coming, People may say, it's like, well, you went out at a time where you knew someone was going to yeah, come and yeah, get yeah. you. That's true. You don't, so you decided it. You're not going to win. Yeah. yeah, the always been aces. He, he's, he's 30 years old. That's by no means old. It's mm-hmm. more, um, like, after powerlifting, guys peak in their 30s when it comes to, like, the nervous system, um, or sometimes even later. So he's, he's like, physically, it's got to be, it's just lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, and his job is the main thing. You want to set your priorities to, right? Yeah. If he doesn't want to continue with powerlifting and it's, wants it's, to pursue life in, you know, in that, another direction. Isn't it? So, Here's why, like, some people could never wrap their head around. Imagine being the best in the world. I don't mean just your weight class, but he won best lifter in the whole world championships through every single weight class. Mm-hmm. Being the very best in the world at what you do, at something big like this. Like, imagine that. You were the best of the best, pound for pound, period. That's you. You walk around with that. I think that'd be very difficult to walk away from. How do you fucking walk away from that knowing, man, you, you're going to stop? That's like Jamie Hendrick putting up his guitar and being like, you know, I don't think I'm going to play guitar anymore. I'm going I'm to work a nine-to-five job. Or like, you name it, Usain Bolt in his prime. Be like, you know what, man, if I can, I'm not going to race. I don't want to run. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit, you're going to walk away from that? Yeah. You're number one, though. If you were 15, ranked 15th, all right, life comes in. But how tough is that? How many people walk the world right now will ever experience that? And then, and, and eventually, time will come where it's not up to you anymore. Father Time is undefeated. He's like, all right, you can no longer do this. You can't turn back around and go back. So while you have it, that's a tough thing to walk away from. That's what I'm saying where he's talking this right now, but maybe when it comes time, okay, so you're stopping. You're not going to do the next Nationals. You're not going to Worlds then? When it comes time to actually vacate the throne, that's when you'll be like... That's when you're really... That's when you, it's, one thing to, it's natural to lay your head on the pillow at night and be like, I don't know how long I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to actually pull the trigger on that thought. Yeah. Doubts come in, especially when you're two weeks out. 
and you're sacrificing like crazy, yeah. and you feel like you're being pulled apart uh, from, and you're like, man, man, this off season was not nearly short enough. Mm-hmm. But when the off season does come, you'd be like, oh man, I'm the best in the world. <laughs> Do I just go to normal? Normal Joe nine five? You wave at me when you see me pull in with my car. Dog comes out to greet me at the door. Wife and two kids meet me at the door. And hey, honey, how was your day at work? How was your day at work? Have a beer with Bill. Maybe throw a couple patties in the barbecue. You're going to do that for the rest of your life and then you die. But you can be the best in the world. It's crazy. And the highs. But like you said, you can only be the best in the world for so long. Right? So, so time and age will come up to you. It's just a matter of it won't be when you. will you make that decision. Sometimes you want to go out on your own. Yeah. On your own. Uh, it's almost always better to go on your own terms. You're at peace with it. Yeah. You're at peace with it. You know you've done a career for yourself. You've made your impact. You've made your mark on the, yeah. uh, on that weight class and, and you on the sport as well. Right. There's no, there's no shame in that, right? Yeah, there's yeah. no shame in saying that. Certainly not. I want to retire my medals. That's it. Go out with my legacy. There's nothing. There's no. One hundred percent. That. No shame. It's just so tempting. Yeah, and it's tempting, and it makes you wonder. Like that's deciding when to do it is what will really question him more. Right? Is it gonna be you know after next world, right? Whether he said he might not go to Belarus. Yeah. Well, but. What's it gonna take? You know, the year after, was the world's gonna be then? How about this? How about this? He doesn't go to this world. Somebody else goes. Somebody else will, obviously. Um, and we got a new world champion. Mm-hmm. Boom goes the dynamite. I mean, everyone's all high on the new champ. He's all over all on all the podcasts. We got him on. The new king is here. That might be the little like he said when Kajal beat him twenty. It was actually Belarus, which is kind of weird. We come full circle. We're going back to Belarus this world championship. Last time we we're in Belarus. Kajel, who he's mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, who was his chief rival in powerlifting thus far, beat him for the world title. And he said, that motivated me more than I've ever been motivated in my life. To come back. Gave it to me at the world championship. And um, I had to come back and I won it. He hadn't won the title yet. This was, this was the time he thought he was going to win. Mm-hmm. And Kajel beat him. Maybe if he doesn't go to the world's. And the fire to come back and sacrifice and start making things happen. I don't care if I got to wake up early then. I got a nine to five job. I'll wake up early. I'll go to bed late, whatever. Might be seeing one of these young guys with the world championship and be like, I thought I was ready to see that. That just might be the fire. I thought I was ready. You can tell yourself you're ready until you actually see it. And then you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for that just yet. That could be one of those. And um, in terms of like Father Time can push you out or you could go on it on your own. I know what you mean. There's something to be said for going out when you want to go out because you get to write that story. Yeah. I don't get my ass whooped out there. I left before that ass whooping came. Exactly. But there's also when you leave and you look back and you just could have with assurance that eat you up. So and what if? What if in life you regret what you didn't do more often when you did? Mm-hmm. When you're like, okay, I won twice and I won best lifter at the worlds. Could I have made a fucking dynasty run that everyone could talk? Could I win like eight in a row? One of those runs where people like, and I know right now is a guy. Eight years in a row. That's so much sacrifice. Don't take it. You, nobody can think that far ahead like that in terms of the sacrificing. But when it's all said and done, you look back. Could you have those regrets? Like, damn, that was the time. I can't go back now. Mm-hmm. But that was the time right there. I wish I would have had just a few more years. Like, fuck, that's tough. You know what I mean? When, it, yeah. when it's gone, when it's for real. That's the wrong doubt. A rabbit hole to go down, though. Once you make that decision, no, you can't right? go back. Yeah, you can't go back and living in the past. Right? No, no. You no. have to just accept the matter and just yeah. move forward with that. Right? Yeah. So if you choose to divert your life and focus on something other than the sport of powerlifting, right? Um, 
to what Taylor was saying, you can't keep going back and dwelling and having those what if yeah, uh, yeah. what if scenarios if you made that choice. Yeah, it's over. It's um, over. That's it. You can't be walking around the house with those fucking medals around. Yeah. Three years after you retired. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you have like, yeah. my man, you're going to take those yeah. off sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It is what it is. It'll be interesting, man. Um, and Ricky said something along the same fact as well. Like, once he does his MCATs and gets into medical school, he might not be in the powerlifting world, you know, yeah. for a very long time. So, yeah. he has his goals obviously set in life and he's working towards that. Powerlifting is just that motivation, that competition that keeps that fire. Maybe study like for him studying for MCATs. That's yeah. what keeps him going right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you need yeah. you need an outlet. You need something. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to have some kind of outlet. Yeah. Um, it's just as long as it's not a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of these fellas, look at it. if you look at it, like Ricky said, look, I put that guy ahead of me, that guy ahead of me, whatever. Um, if you if you think that, then maybe you might be like, okay. If I'm thinking this dude's going to, if I think Taylor's going to win and I think another guy's going to come in second, those are two spots and probably not going to Worlds. So the temptation of staying might be lesser if you're like, look, I can, if I don't think I'm going to Worlds, then fuck, man, I'm not going to make it impact my potential career. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're, if you're thinking, no, I think I'm, I think I will go to Worlds and I want that title before I retire. It depends on where you're at. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but Ricky could, like, he would be a modest day. The dude's. If he puts any one of these dudes puts together a good day, we've seen the U.S. can put together. You're allowed, I forget how many lifters, but some of these weight classes will have two lifters in it. Mm-hmm. So even if Taylor wins, somebody else can go. You know, so, and, or maybe even three of them because Austin's still a junior. So Taylor, Ricky, Kevin, or, or, uh, or Michael, oh, Michael and mm-hmm. Austin as well. So yeah. it could be Taylor, one of those fellas, and Austin. That's a, that's a stacked card. I yes. hope they go to the World Championships, man. Yeah. Fuck, I'm a little pissed that yeah. some somebody's going that. If you're watching this again, you know, think about it. Think about you it. You guys have something to prove now at the world. So think about it. Think about you it. You can't let this competition just, you know, stay in the U.S. Right? You yeah. have to take it yeah. to the next level. Show what the rest of the world, what you guys that's can right. bring. So. That's right. Um, and they kind of slept on Kajel uh, when they're like, I don't think anyone else in the world's going to, we're going we're gonna to run that shit if we get there. Mm-hmm. And then Taylor's like, wow, there is Kajel. He's he's not dead. He's yeah. still he's also thirty and in his prime, and he's he's good. Man. You cannot mm-hmm. let pass that guy. Uh, to date, he's got a higher total than these other gentlemen besides Taylor, and he he isn't sleeping neither. He's he's grinding mm-hmm. I mean, unless he's doing three days a week. But apparently, that's working for Taylor. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, hope you liked it. I think if everything goes good, we'll be able to do the eighty threes on here. And for me, I think the seventy fours is the hottest. Eighty threes is right there. Mm-hmm. If not 74, 83 is the highest division for myself. Um, the neck and neck. But uh, I, I, mean, fuck, I could probably go back and forth. But anyways. So with no further ado, thank you for tuning in. From Six Pack Lab at Your man, yes. Peace.